Bradshaw. I would be Bradshaw, and that would be the WWE Hall of Famer, Oklahoma's favorite son, Mr. Gerald Briscoe, and this is Best of the Best, a series brought to you by Stories with Briscoe and Bradshaw, where we go through some of the most iconic and legendary and best matches of all time. And today we're going over the most iconic with two of the greatest teams ever, the Freebirds versus the Von Erichs, Texas Stadium, the David Von Erich Memorial, 1984. This is going to be a good one, Mr. Briscoe. It certainly is, John. And correct me if I'm wrong, but this is this is kind of the feud that 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 kind of brought a John, young John Layfield uh, got piqued his interest in professional wrestling and wanted to be one of those free birds with the long stringy hair and all that stuff. But then you're growing up in Texas, right at the right time, man. You know, I was off work and making a living somewhere because I'm a couple of years older than you, but. You know, we kept hearing this this noise coming out of Texas. Man, you you, ought, you guys ought to see the Von Eric boys. You guys got to see the Freebird boys. We heard all the noise coming out of there, and we started hearing these magic numbers coming out of there. And of course, having Atlanta TV, they wanted to be on it, so we had people make phone calls, and pretty soon we 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 saw what the excitement was all about. And this right here. Unfortunately, it's a David Von Erich Memorial, and uh, that means we lost to David. But, but man, what what a great uh, six man! And this is kind of the origination of the six man matches, you know. And they did this because Michael Hayes uh, had to get in, and the best thing Michael Hayes had going to for him was he had a full head of long blonde hair, <laughs> and he could do the moonwalk, you know. But he also had uh, had Terry Gordy. And Buddy Buddy Roberts to to be his policeman there, and man, what a combination when they hooked up with these young kids in Texas Stadium. Take us away, yeah. John. You know, and they were kids. You know, Buddy Roberts was older, and they first had a little hesitation to include Buddy Roberts with him. When they did, Buddy Roberts was a heat-seeking missile, and it made the Freebirds what they are, and they made the Von Erichs what they became, and it lit Texas completely on fire. So, Josh. If we can get it rolling, let's get straight to the action. The three birds on their way to the Bad street. Watch and listen. Who are we listening to here on commentary here, Don? Bill Mercer. And Bill Mercer is, man, he was fantastic. You know, I grew up listening to Bill Mercer, but he had that that voice, that distinctive voice, you know, like Lance Russell or Gordon Soley. And, and I put him in that category as well because, man, he called some iconic matches and he was terrific on the microphone. Look at this entrance here, the bad street. Look at, look at Michael out there strutting his stuff. I can just see a big old uh, uh, fan there that he moonwalks into. And, uh, I still have uh, memories of that story we heard on. Uh, that's right. About him moonwalking into a fan. <laughs> that's right. Well, Jimmy Garber let it, let it happen. Michael Hayes had everything. You know? well, look at old Buddy back there dancing, man. Buddy's up there. Buddy's about my age. You know, I traveled with Kerry some in Texas, and it was like traveling, I, I would guess, with Elvis. He was so popular everywhere he went. And he was just in this humble attitude about him. He always said, hello. 
Michael's always about moving in his matches. He's always moving around, always, always trying to get the crowd involved in the match. Hi, Michael knew show business before show business at wrestling. And here come, here comes the uh, uh, Von Eric's out. The old man there, I mean, I would never had the pleasure of being in the ring with him one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. I was on a tour to Japan with him and sat by the, uh, next to him on a train just about every day and got into his mind and everything. And uh, he kept telling me about his boys coming up. And these guys weren't just professional wrestlers. I mean, every one of these boys were great high school athletes. And they had some high school records that made a text that forever be broken, correct? Yeah, uh, you know, Kevin uh, Carey, was a six foot two or six foot four inch high jumper. He was so good. He said he broke the Southwest Conference record that his dad held in the discus. But these guys all were fantastic collegiate athletes. And man, you talk about owning Texas. These guys own Texas. <laughs> I mean, owned it. To this day, people talk about the, the Von Erics and the Freebirds. Look at Fritz, man. He was a working sucker boy. Yeah. And he's a big man to Fritz and Fritz. People don't realize the size of Fritz. Fritz was a huge, huge man. And it's the typical uh, baby face start to a kind of a tornado match where you come in and the baby faces stand tall and run the heels out and the heels throw a bunch of stuff in the ring. Yeah, and people wonder why why such a hot start in the beginning. Well, you know, this match just wasn't thrown together. This is the combination of, of a of a great rivalry and a great feud and a buildup. That's the reason they got uh, fifty thousand people plus in, in this arena. I love it when Mercer says we've well, got the largest attendance record ever in the history of professional wrestling here tonight. I can't put a figure on it, but we haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's David Manning. That, uh, that, that's exactly David. That's who that is. Our old buddy, James Beard, I guess that's uh, a little before his time. Just about a, six months or a year before his time, or James would have been in there. And there, there's the legendary uh, Bronco uh, that you hear so much. Bronco Lubage right there in the corner in the striped shirt. The, Bronco, the Bronco's famous for doing a famous foot tap for a free <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Bronco was awesome. I got to see Bronco so many times. He was just when he walked in the in the in the dressing room, it's kind of like Arnie Scullin walking in the dressing room in the garden. You know, it just you knew this guy was somebody important. Uh, Bronco was one of the first guys to, to bench like 500. Uh, Bronco, really? was, wow. yeah, Bronco was a strong guy, a big strong guy, and a fairly tough guy. I think he was a, a great wrestler, a great manager, great one wrestling. of the first managers. You talk about a big man too. I was fortunate enough to share the ring with him a couple of times. And that man, he, he had a presence about him. Like he said, when he walked in, you knew this wasn't no ordinary big dude. You knew this guy had some caring. And the action gets right into buddy, buddy Roberts, man. Sometimes an underrated uh, guy, when you look at his overall career, you know, he's known mostly for being a free bird, but you go back and buddy's buddy's early career. He he was, he was part of so many iconic teams, the Hollywood blonde. I mean, you know, he had so many characters and roles and he was able to excel and rise to the top and, and every, every one of them. And buddy gets the, uh, 
job of starting every match. You know, you want to you want to save Michael. Bam Bam's the heater. So you, you start off with Buddy and let him put over the baby faces. Good philosophy there. You let the baby faces shine in the beginning of these matches, kind of build it up there. And Buddy, Buddy's the bump taker. Buddy's the worker of the three, and uh, and uh, he's fit for the game there. Shine yeah, Buddy, Buddy was a great worker. Yeah, you listen to the tenor of this crowd. You know, everybody, you know, it kind of makes fun of when John Cena was was working. You know, the high tenor of the crowd. This is a high tenor crowd, but it, it's 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 female high tenor. It's not the male high tenor, and it's all because of the, the hair guys. You know, uh, the hair bands that we call them back in those days. They're about to. They 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 had a draw those Monarch boys and the Freebirds just all kind of come along and gelled at the at the peak at the same time. Here comes the daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Smart man put the boss over right. <laughs> That's right. He's the <laughs> booker too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You go right to him. Hey, man, I'll take the biggest bump in the world for you. <laughs> Fritz was notorious for being snug. Oh, amen on that. I heard a lot of stories about that. I but know, I even, think, even in Japan, you know, uh, those you know, Japanese guys that were stiff, they it was always fun to watch him go out and, and massacre come with some of those guys. <laughs> Fritz played a little pro ball. Yeah. He held, he was an SMU all conference. I think he was a Southwest Conference football player, too. Yeah, and held the discus record at Southwest Conference until his son, Kerry, broke it. Yeah, I had two sport lettermen out there, man. That was a hell of a conference through the old Southwest Conference. They had some great football and great, great track and field. You know, he cleared the ring there, you know, and uh, they give the old man a chance to catch his breath. Put his belt back on. Yeah, if you put his shirt back in. Because he realized once he took his belt off, he needed it to keep his pants up. Yeah. You know, because normally you never put your belt back on. <laughs> you know, you look at him as soon as he took his belt off, he had to, he realized he had to pull his keep his pants up. <laughs> you know, you talk about Fritz, though. I mean, the Von Erich boys, it was like a street fight. I mean, those guys loved it snug. Yeah. They'd punch you and kick you, but they liked it the same way in return. You know, exactly. you know they just liked a physical, physical match. Texas was like that, you know, and it mainly was because of uh, the Von Erichs and the Freebirds. And uh, that's what I was going to say. You, you, you got all, all of you. I mean, you know, Michael might have the long frizzy hair and everything, but Michael come up. He didn't come up and no, no, uh, no, no uh, lollipop in his mouth. He come up fighting for a living, you know, and uh, sure did. And, and so, uh, you know, the, of course, his partners too. They're they're brawlers too. So you had a combination of guys out there that didn't mind getting hit snug. <laughs> right. Now, Michael was Mike. like crazy about it every, every chance he would get, but, you know, he'd, he'd, re, he'd return the favor, too. Oh, yeah. I always said Michael hit you anywhere from the top of the head to the hip, but he would hit you. He'd hit you very hard. And bitch like crazy when you hit him hard. <laughs> That's right. He loved the bitch. <laughs> he, deep down, he didn't care, but he just, he just uh, yeah. enjoyed it. He, he just wanted to bitch. He just enjoyed the art of the bitching. And he had a great art of it. He's really good at bitching, too. He's, Michael's great at bitching. <laughs> we need to get him and Bruce together in a bitching contest. Oh, man, we wouldn't have enough bandwidth, bandwidth or whatever they call that. So what is bandwidth? <laughs> We'd run out of bandwidth on that, like you did when you lost your show in Dubai the other day. 
<laughs> That's right. I'd run it. Yeah. And just like a typical match, you know, who, who do you want to, what do you want to do? You want to get heat on one of the most important baby faces. So you get Kevin in there. Who's the best seller better than his brother. And you don't want Fritz in there selling. Wouldn't mean anything with Fritz in there. That's right. That's right. Well, Kevin, it does. Yeah, Kevin, it does. Cause the old man's the old man, you know, cute, but you got the stud in there now, now, yep. you, now you take advantage of the, of the stud, but you don't do it individually. You gang up on him first and, Give him a reason to be down. Okay, here it comes now to make it off time. Well, those old hammer chops, they they were heavy chop from what I saw. Too. <laughs> I know Don Jardine, the sporter, man. That's something that, that's totally non-acceptable now, running two guys noggin. The noggin knocker. That Vince goes crazy when two guys. Ooh, he hates that. That's the most stupid thing I've ever seen in my life. Why not? Next to the eye gouge, but Ric Flair does it. Woo, that's the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and you know you're going to hey, get the it. double claw. Look at this, the double claw. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this claw here is a Von Eric claw. There's different versions of the claw. And the Von Eric claw, you can do two. I heard a story one time, and uh, uh, I forgot who, who it was by, but, uh, Fred to beat him, beat the guy with the claw, then put the other hand on. And, uh, and then was looking for, to put the claw on with a foot. I think yeah, I've heard, I've heard the here. same story. Fred's yeah. <laughs> going here though. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed by the old fire. Michael was a good salesman. Man, Mike, you get Michael down and sell, and he would he would he would sell like crazy. He yeah, was Michael, one of, Michael could just flat work. And Michael was yeah. people give him a hard time about it. He could work. He could work. And, and Michael just had that entertainment aspect of, like I said before, entertainment. And he knew how to get the people up. Look at look at the people here. I mean, these people are going nuts for these Von Erics. Carrie's wrestling uh, Flair later in the night for the yeah. championship. That's why he's not a part of this match. And uh, yeah, man, those those guys were so over. It's just hard to believe, you know, unless you've seen people, you know, like a like a Tommy Rich or a Ricky Morton or a Stone Cold or a Rock or something. I mean, guys get over in these territories. It's unbelievable. When, when you, when you, when you, when you're a part of that, I mean, we've been blessed to be a part of so many guys just busting open and busting the doors down and, and ladies too now, but it's such a special feeling, you know, and, uh, we're hearing that applause. I mean, for somebody, it, 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 it just reverberates down, you know, you, you love to be a part of it. You love that feeling and you're so proud of the guys that are receiving it. Here comes the crazy melee at the end. Here comes Kerry making an appearance. The other heels coming out. Baby faces standing tall. Give them a little extra. Now, who is that? Is that the Mongol or who is that? Who is uh, the Mongol? Yeah. Stomper, Stomper. All right, sorry. All right, Archie, it's Archie. Archie. Is it Archie? I think. It's either Archie or Kendo, uh, Nagasaki. It could have been Kendo. I think it's Kendo. Yeah. Could have been Kendall. Kendall lived in Dallas. Yeah, probably Kendall. Mr. They, Mr. Sakurada, we, we always knew him as a working name, Kendall Nagasaki. 
Yeah, we Typical had guy had a lot of heat. Oh, yeah. yeah, we had him down here in Florida, and they had his, he had a one of those blood feuds with Dusty, and man, it was brutal. That was a great thing about the old days, you know. You you exchange uh, talents so much, you know. You get to go out and experience a little bit, and 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 in the Midwest and the Southwest with Texas wrestling, or go up to Kansas City. You get some of those guys down here, and just get the, get the experience of mixing the styles, and because. It was it was work and it was it was a business, but man, everybody every every different territory had their own style and own pace of working, and it was so good and refreshing to get a get a little nip of of, of somebody else's style. Yeah, and it's almost like it was a different uh, genre, even. You know, you, you had uh, the styles of say Europe and Japan, Mexico, Puerto Rico, Memphis, Texas, the Carolinas. I mean, it was so different. In so different places, it was weird how you had different people are all wrestling fans, but in different places, they like different types of wrestling. Yeah. You know, and up north, you know, they're famous for big guys that punch and kick, but that's what they liked. Then you had tag team territories, you had smaller territories that guys would work and high fly. It just, it was uh, crazy to, to see how many different ways wrestling was received. Yeah, you're absolutely right with with that. You know, it, it, some of the, the side, like you say, that it was really, really great being here in Florida because everybody wants to come to Florida. You know, in the winter time when it's cold up north, so we get the influx of the Minnesota guys, we get the northeastern guys, we get the Southwest, we get the Midwest, all coming down. You know, two or three shots. You know, during the vacation, so they could write their trip off his business. You know? <laughs> And right, that, and he was always happy to oblige him because he was getting a major superstar without paying transportation, you know. And all. <laughs> that's right. And usually they'd do the favor and put the local guy over, and, you know, build your local guy up a little bit too. So it was a win-win for everybody. The guy got his ride off, and the, the local talent got their got their wins. But you'd always look forward to some of the guys, especially the top guys. We had Devon Erickson several times, getting to go in the ring with those those guys and experience. You know, watch set them off because like I got here. You know, there wasn't no social media where you could go back and forth. Hey, these guys are hot. It was usually a guy coming into the territory from Texas or a guy coming in for hey, that Harley race is great up in Kansas City. But you know, that's that's how you got your word of mouth. Something was hot, and then all of a sudden you started hearing it over and over again, and you started seeing it on the cover of those after magazines. And man, what's going on out there? You know, how can I be a part of this thing? <laughs> you want be you want to go and get out there and get some of the action. Yeah, and you talk about guys coming to Florida. Uh, David Von Erich spent some time down in Florida, and one of the reasons they talk about that he might have been the best worker out of the Von Erich boys was that he had worked heel down in Florida with Eddie Graham and had learned the business from a different side because Von Erichs in Texas, they work one way. <laughs> they, they come out, they get cheered like crazy, a little heat, and they end up with a claw on somebody. Well, not only that with David, David, we grew with David for the, for the NWA world championship. So he was coming down here to kind of get a feel of the style when, when he got the title, you know, he already had exposure and we were putting David over some of the top guys that he would, that we knew he would, uh, if he got the belt that he would be competing again. So we could set up a match right away. Well, you know, here, here's a guy, you know, that's our champion and the guy's coming in. So. It was a it was a pre setup for David. David David was David was ready to be world champion. He was the best worker. 
out actually. Yeah, and it, you know, you wonder what if, you know, you wonder what if David hadn't passed away in Japan and what could have happened because Texas was so far ahead of everybody. And one of the reasons is they, is they poached some of the ideas from Memphis and, and Eddie Graham with the five camera shoot and the different things they were doing. I mean, Fritz was a smart, smart guy. And if you hadn't lost David, they might have been the ones that could have put a national run on. You're right. I, I always thought Texas was, was really ahead of the game. Fritz was really the head of the game. And truthfully, it was hard to understand how he could be the head of the game because a lot of us knew Fritz and Fritz. It was, it was phenomenal, but he wasn't the brightest candle and, 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 and the chandelier either. But, you know, he was bright enough to hire minds like Gary Hart, who had, to, who had a creative mind, Skandor Akbar again, who had a creative mind, to help him put all this stuff together. And, and, and man, Texas was the place to be at that time. Yeah, and, uh, you know, unfortunately, this memorial, uh, Bill Irwin and Brody were the ones that found uh, David, unfortunately, in his hotel room and uh, where he had uh, passed away unexpectedly. And uh, unfortunately, it's because of a, a reflux condition, what the coroner said. And that's Bill Krablik, uh agreed with that when I when I talked to him about it one time in Japan was that that was what it was. It was a uh, it wasn't a necessarily a drug overdose. You know, he might've been had a little drink, but it wasn't a, it was a medical condition of where he uh, re would regurgitate. And that's what happened when he was asleep. And that's how Bill and, and Brody found him uh, in the hotel room. Yeah. What, what a terrible thing that had to be for the town too. You know, I mean, I know what a terrible thing it is for, for a business in general, because we, we, when something like that happens to such a major star and, and, and John, I mean, he, as you know, these guys were major, major stars. They were on that ESPN TV. They were on a, they were on, they were everywhere. You know, they were on Atlanta TV and have something uh, like that happened. It kind of set you back and really, holy cow, you know, let's get ourselves together here. Yeah. And it's one of the reasons we enjoyed discussing it so much because uh, the, the videos live forever and the, the, the seeing the crowd react to the Freebirds and the Von Ericks. You realize why it was one of the most iconic rivalries of all time. And we got to watch one of their best matches uh, of all time as well. So thank you for joining Stories with Briscoe and Bradshaw. Best of the best for Mr. Briscoe. I'm John Layfield Bradshaw. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.